Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. I want you to think about a friendship that you have that seems unbreakable. Can you imagine it breaking up? Or maybe if you have a friendship that broke in the past where somebody really hurt you, can you imagine getting it back together? Well, I think God wants us to seek reconciliation wherever possible. God brought himself or he brought us back to him through Jesus, and he wants us to bring uh, unity among um, each other. And so let's continue to read the story of what Paul's doing on his way back to Jerusalem to meet with a very, very difficult fate that's ahead of him. Reminder, he left the group in Ephesus in all tears in this moment of farewell and I love you and hugs. Then he went on a tire and the same thing with the believers there. We love you, don't go. And Paul's encouraging them, you could do this, I believe in you. And then we get to Acts chapter 21, verse 7, and it says this, The next stop after leaving Tyre was Ptolemais, where we, were greeted, where we greeted the brothers and sisters and stayed for one day. So the sentence just says they stayed there for one day. doesn't give us any more detail, but I have to believe that Paul shared the same deep thoughts. I believe in you guys. You can do this. Don't give up. God's given you everything you need. You've got all that you need to be able to share the gospel where you are and out into the world. Just be on the guard. Wolves are going to come and, and tear at the flock, but you've got this. And then there was probably that moment of farewell with the cries, just like we talked about. Verse 8. The next day we went on to Caesarea and we stayed at the home of Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven men who had, had been chosen to distribute food. So who's Philip? Well, let's remind ourselves. Philip was a guy we met way earlier in the book of Acts when the early church was exploding and they needed help with all the different ministries of the church. And Philip, along with Stephen and several other men, were, dis- were chosen to distribute the food. And that was their job. And if you remember, one of Philip's best friends was Stephen. Stephen was a man full of the Holy Spirit. Stephen was somebody who stood before the Sanhedrin and proclaimed, Jesus is right there. How can you guys not see it, you stiff-necked people? To which they freaked out and killed him. Who was the ringleader of all that? Saul, also known as Paul. You know, we've been reading about Paul so long, it's easy to forget that Paul got his story in the book of Acts. He got his start to his story as a Christian killer. And not just any Christian killer. He killed the first Christian martyr, Stephen, who happened to be really good friends with Philip. I want you to imagine that you have somehow made your peace with this murderer who killed your best friend. You've somehow made your peace that this guy's a Christian brother and that you're just going to let him be a Christian and you're going to be okay with it and you're not going to freak out. Um, You know, you're not even going to go against him when he says he wants to share the gospel to the Gentiles. But now I want you to imagine that you've gotten that far and that somehow you've invited this murderer of your friend to come stay at your house. Because reminder, this is what the verse said. The next day we went on to Caesarea and stayed at the home of Philip the evangelist. So Philip has somehow reconciled with Paul to the point where he would invite him into his home, that he would share his stuff, he would share his food. And by the way, verse nine says, Philip had four unmarried daughters who had the gift of prophecy. He even allowed his family to connect with Paul. That's a big deal. And if you've ever wondered if you can reconcile or should reconcile with somebody, the answer is yes. You should always seek unity. That doesn't mean you have to put yourself in a bad position, but it does mean that you should seek unity with the people around you. So 
You should, if you need to apologize to somebody, you should. If you need to forgive somebody, whether they deserve it or not, you should. Because that's what Philip is showing us here in this one little verse, that we should seek unity, especially among the believers. And so today I want to challenge us with that. I want to challenge us to think of who is somebody that needs to know that you've forgiven them. And at the same time, who's somebody uh, that you need to forgive? Who do we need to forgive? And who do we need to let know that we've forgiven them? So I want to pray for us because God is a God of healing and reconciliation. He came and rescued us. He brought us back to himself and we should do the same. God, you are a loving God. You overlook all of our mistakes. You create a path back to you that is so clear that it's open to anyone, but it's not an easy road, God. And I pray that just like you stepped out on faith and that you helped us in such a mighty way, God, that we would forgive others the same way that you have forgiven us. God, it's not going to be an easy road, but I pray that it's the right road and that we would take it. I pray that today you would put the the name of one person who we need to reach out to on each of our hearts so that we could reconcile with them, create unity, and share the gospel just in the very nature of our forgiveness. God, we love you. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.